Okay, in this podcast, I want to talk about happiness. You know, when we're young, when we're children, happiness seems to come very easy. And when I think of happiness and happy children, I think of like giggles, little children giggling. And when we grow up, you know, schools and our work, you know, that we have rules that we have to follow and we have a routine that we have to follow and it just seems that over time because of these rules and regulations that we have to follow it just seems like our happiness you know disappears and people ask me like how do you find happiness as if it's something that's out in the world to to find as if it's lost and we have to find it like a lost set of keys. And happiness comes from within. It's within our mind, it's within our body. And so when people ask me like, well, how do I find my happiness? It's about going inside and finding out what happened. Where did you lose your happiness? Where did it go? True joy and happiness are very valuable. You don't really survive, you know, without some type of happiness. You know, when when I think of, you know, the worst case scenario, when I think of like homeless people, they seem to be extremely depleted of happiness. They're in just survival mode. And they seem to be just devoid of happiness. And if one does not survive, no joy and no happiness are obtainable. Trying to survive in a chaotic and dishonest world is very difficult. Any person or society seek to obtain from life what pleasure and freedom from pain that can be, that they can be. Our own survival can be threatened by the bad actions of other people. So, you know, I really pay attention to who I allow into my space, whether it's family or friends, because the people that you allow to get close to you can really harm your happiness. You know, if, if women, especially, I'm looking at women now, men also, but women can get mixed up in really bad relationships, even have children with abusive men. And when that happens, their happiness is sometimes just destroyed. So the woman has to rebuild herself. Sometimes she has to escape. And the children have to endure some of this pain, unfortunately. And that's difficult. And that's when they go into survival mode. So pay attention to who you allow to be around you and who you allow into your home.
your own happiness can be turned to tragedy and sorrow by the misconduct of other people. So I really highly recommend to protect your space. And when I say space, I'm not just talking about your house. I'm talking about your mind, your body, your thoughts. You're always listening to a toxic friend, complaining, 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 venting, 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 and they're constantly dumping on you. That's going to affect your happiness. And, you know, and start questioning, why are you allowing this person to dump on you? You know, that's why people get therapists. The therapist will help those people to sort out their issues. It's not for girlfriends to listen to all the problems of every single friend. You know, friends are a gift to enjoy life and to be happy together. It's not a girlfriend's responsibility to listen to all the shit that that other person has gotten themselves into. I'm not saying, you know, to not listen to your friends, but when it becomes a pattern and they're constantly chronically complaining, that's toxic. And that will reduce your happiness. The goal here is to increase your happiness. And by increasing your happiness, you have to reduce what is toxic in your life. And if it's people, you need to, you need to reduce the toxic people in your life. I'm not saying cutting, cutting them out of your life. I'm just saying reducing them, monitoring them. Reducing the amount of time that you speak to them. You know, your friends can't come to you seeking happiness either. It's not your job to make other people happy. We need to take care of ourselves. That's that's number one. We need to take care of ourselves. You know, when we get ill, we need to take care of ourselves and make sure that there's someone else to help take care of us. You know, we need to shower, you know, take wash our hair, clean our body, clean our teeth, eat properly. You know, we have a real problem with obesity. We have a real problem with just people not maintaining their own body. Their body, your body is where you live. So if you're not taking care of that first and foremost, forget all the other stuff. Because your body's first. If you're not taking care of your body and you're eating junk food and you're not sleeping, you're not brushing your teeth, you're not going to the dentist, you're not getting your hair cut. You know, you're not you don't have good skin routines. You got to wash your skin. You know, make sure if you have acne, you know, take treat your skin. You know, get the ends trimmed up. 
know, get a manicure. It's the simple basics. You have to take care of your body. That's that's where you live. You know, get enough rest. If you're tired, take a nap. You know, people that work really long hours every single day and don't get enough rest, that's not happiness. That's torturing yourself. That's not on the path of happiness. There are normal sleep patterns. You go to bed at a certain time, you wake up at a certain time. A person's general failure failure to get enough proper rest can make you a burden to other people. That can also lead to just physical you know, illnesses and mental illnesses if you're not getting enough rest. Stay away from drugs. You know, stay away from alcohol in excess. I'm not saying to, you, know, you can have a drink, a cocktail here and there. That's not a big deal. But you know, you're not going to find happiness in drugs. You know, people. You know, marijuana is legal now in certain states, and so people are like, "Oh, it's legal." But we don't know what the long-term side effects of marijuana has on the brain. We don't know that yet. You may feel better, you know, if you're if you are experiencing anxiety and you, you know, smoke a joint or whatever it is. You do not know what that is doing to the brain long term. I discourage people from taking drugs. Because when you're relying on a substance to control yourself and to control your emotions, that means you're not taking care of yourself. Same with alcohol. Alcohol is legal. You can buy as much alcohol as you want, as long as you're over 21. Buy a whole keg of beer if you want. Alcohol does a lot of damage to the brain. Now there's something called wet brain, where your brain gets saturated and people can't think straight. And long term, people can't think straight. They, it's it's a problem. But you know, having a cocktail here and there, it's not a big deal. But you're not going to find happiness by doing drugs and drinking alcohol. That's my point. Don't be promiscuous. You know, you're not going to find happiness in being promiscuous. It's like drugs or alcohol. Sex is the means by which the race projects itself into the future through children and family. You know, people get married, they have children. You know, you're abusing your body if you're being promiscuous. There's issues there if you're being promiscuous. So if you are being promiscuous, I highly recommend that you 
look into that because you're not taking care of yourself if you are being promiscuous. Be faithful to your sexual partner. Now, if you don't want to be faithful, then end the relationship and move on. Find someone else. Now, being unfaithful just means that you're being dishonest. And guilt is evil. Jealousy and vengeance are monsters. That's not going to find you happiness either. Feelings of guilt are not happiness. If you do not insist upon faithfulness from a sexual partner, you you lay yourself open to disease. Sexual diseases were, were all under control at some point in time. But now it's not the case. There are a lot of sexual diseases out there. And if you are going to be promiscuous, you will probably catch some diseases. And it's disgusting, in my opinion. respecting yourself if you're being promiscuous I'm not saying you know you get in a relationship you you, know, you have sex you, you're exploring if, if this relationship is going anywhere and then you decide it's not what you want and you end it okay then you start dating again I get that but there are people that you know, are on these dating apps and they do hookups and, you know, they have one night stands. That's what I'm talking about. That will not, you will not find happiness in that. That's more about the id, the function of the id, the id, the ego, and the superego. That's all about the, the id. More of our animal instincts. sex is fine. There's nothing wrong with it if it's followed with faithfulness and decency. You know, it's difficult when children are brought into this world out of wedlock. And sometimes these children don't even know who their father is. They have to figure out who their father is or they have to, you know, figure out who their family members are because their mother had a booty call or a one night stand and she got pregnant. She decided to keep the baby that, that, you know, that causes a lot of confusion and the mother may say, oh, it's not a big deal. Maybe for her, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal for the child. Because the child is going to grow up with a lot of confusion, a lot of like not understanding 
who her family is or the family dynamics or how she came about or him, how he came about. You know, our children are our future. You know, you can predict how an adult will be when you look at how they how they come about and how they're being raised as a child. If a child is surrounded by violence and, you know, a single mom or an abused mom, that child is going to grow up with issues. That child is not going to understand what happiness is. That child is not going to understand what peace is or comfort or self-soothing. Our children should be surrounded with love and kindness and understanding. Because today's children will become tomorrow's civilization. Bringing a child into the world today is a little bit like dropping one into a tiger's cage. Children can't handle their environment and they have no real resources. They need love and they, they need help to make it through. We have so many autistic children. So many. it's a delicate problem you know if the mother is healthy and safe and in a good space her children will be healthy and happy and in a good space because the children follow whatever's happening with the mother if the mother is in a chaotic space and always moving from place to pit place and always running from violence or whatever is happening on in that in her world then the children are going to experience the same thing. And then when, her, when the children grow up and become adults, they're going to seek out that same type of lifestyle because that's all they know. So children need... gentle world, a gentle space, a kind world. You know, I look at all of the looting and all of the stealing and looting and breaking into stores that is happening, that has happened in New York City. And it, it really, it makes me look at what happened to these people. I mean, you're a felon. When you break into a store and you steal product, that makes you a felon. You can justify it however you want. But if you don't have, if you don't feel feelings of guilt, or if you feel bad that you stole something from another business, and you feel entitled... That's a psychopath. That's what that is. And that's happening in our society. 
stealing and raiding and destroying. It's destruction. And that's not a happy person. That is not a mentally healthy person. That is not a mentally normal person. That is a destructive human being with no conscience, no guilt, no shame. That's a psychopath. And if they don't, if they're not already in jail now, that they will end up in jail. That's their path. Because a normal mind would experience, would have a conscience, and they would feel bad. You know, they'd feel bad crashing, breaking some business's window. Number one, they'd feel bad. Number two, they'd start feeling guilty. Number three, they would feel shame and embarrassed, and they would think, oh my God, what, what if my family found out that I did this? That's what a normal, healthy mind would think and feel. And it's a delicate problem to discuss. You know, how to raise your child, especially in this type of environment. You know, our children, they need to be protected from violence so that they will grow up being happy adults. Some try to raise children the way they themselves were raised. Others attempt the the exact opposite. Many hold an ideal that children should just be let to grow on their own. But none of these guarantee success. Children are based on the materialistic idea that the development of the child parallels the evolutionary history of the race. And in some magical way, unexplained, the child will ripen as he or she grows older and the result will be normal. You know, a normal, moral, well-behaved adult. And that's the human race. That's what we want. We want a normal, well-behaved adult in the human race. But we have a large criminal population right now with adults that, you know, they these adults did not ripen. They did not, they're... They've regressed. They've become criminal. And it's a lazy way to raise children. Just to let them kind of grow up on their own. A child is a blank slate. And if you write the wrong things on it, it will say the wrong things. But unlike a slate, a child can begin to do the writings, the child tends to write what has been written already. Most children are capable of great decency, 
if you are born insane, today some are even born as drug addicts, but the environment and the goal is to have healthy children. child enormously if if you obtain understanding and agreement to this way of happiness. People can't function without love. That's basically the bottom line. If people don't have love and tenderness in their life, they usually act out. Love is a requirement of happiness. And the love and happiness will come from your parents. But the parents have to have love within their relationship, within their own hearts. You know, if you have parents that are always fighting and yelling and screaming that's not love that's not happiness that's conflict have to set a good example because the children look to the adults for the for the example you know these are the true influencers the adults not social media influence but I'm talking about adults parents are the real influencers the influence can be good but it also can be bad you have to set a good example If a parent sets an example of, you know, learning, you know, do your best to learn, knowledge, gain as much knowledge as you can, be kind to others, work hard. Those are very good, you know, examples. trying to discourage you is trying to do so because they factually mean you harm or are seeking to serve their own ends. Deep down they will disrespect you. Your own survival chances will be better in the long run since others influenced will will become less of a threat. way to happiness is 
to set a good example for others. When we behave, you know, we have manners and we're cordial and we have manners and we treat other people well and we treat ourselves well and we take care of ourselves, we live a much more peaceful lifestyle. And that will generate more happiness because we're at peace. When we don't set a good example and we have conflict and we have, we're lying and cheating and stealing, we're not going to be at peace. We're going to be far from feeling at peace. And we're going to be really, we're not going to be able to find any happiness at all. our own choice you know being an upstanding citizen being honest being kind taking responsibility when you do make a mistake we're all human we're going to make mistakes 